Welcome to Your Life Now Radio Show, where your life matters. Your host, Coach Rhea, is a certified professional life coach with a passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Radio Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you live your best life ever. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello and welcome, my friends. I am your host, Coach Rhea. Thank you so much for being here live on the air with me. I am always so grateful for you, for each one of you, for listening to my show live, archived, and also for downloading the show on iTunes. I do appreciate you all. Much love to you. Just a quick introduction. I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life on a personal as well as a professional level. Some of the areas that affect our life are as follows but not limited to our personal growth, professional growth, money, finances, spirituality, health, fitness, and also overall the quality of life. On this show, we have guests that come and help me along the way, and sometimes I host the show solo. Before I bring on my guests, I would like to set my intention as usual. My intention of doing this show is to help inspire you. I like to help inspire you to make some positive changes in your life so you can live the life that you desire. It's all up to you. All I ask of you on the show is to have an open mind and an open heart. Take what is useful for you and question everything. It's your right, your life, so make the decision that is right for you. My guests are professional in their field, so if you like, you can reach them directly from the information I provide on the show. And remember, the show is intended to be for information purpose and also thought-provoking. If you'd like to know more about me and how I can help you and be in service to you, please visit my website at www.coachingbyria.com. You can also send me a message here on the show, so make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information. You can also email me at coachria, one word, at gmail.com. That's coachria at gmail.com. I'm also on Skype, so please reach out to me if I can help you in any way. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Ria will return in just a few moments. Today is Dr. Jing Chen. Dr. Chen is a licensed osteopathic medical doctor, a doctor trained in the whole person approach to medicine instead of just treating specific symptoms or illnesses. She specializes in physical medicine and rehabilitation, but her practice includes people from all walks of life new moms, athletes, and older people, and others who want to learn how to take care of their bodies so they can heal themselves and really come alive again. She was drawn to this type of medicine for a lot of reasons, but probably the most important reason is the fact that she admit that she was very accident prone. 
Over the years, she had to overcome lots of physical challenges due to injuries, and she couldn't bear the thought of losing the freedom to live her life the way she wants it. She wasn't ready to give up walking whenever she wants to. She wasn't ready to stop dancing with friends. She wasn't ready to give up having fun in general. And that's when she knew osteopathic training will give her the chance to help herself and others to get their lives back by encouraging the body natural tendency toward good health. Please help me welcome my guest, Dr. Chin. Hello, Dr. Chin. How are you? Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you, Rhea. <laughs> I'm doing great. What's that? I said I'm doing great. Oh, great. Thank you for joining us. And I forgot, I actually did not put that in there. I did have the pleasure of meeting Dr. Chin in person about a week ago. And my experience with her was so positive that I asked her and sort of almost begged her to come on my show. So thank you. (laughs) So I'm, I'm very delighted. Yeah, I'm so delighted to have you on. So, you know, I was going through your your um profile and, and some of the things. So you said you were you were accident prone when you were like young kids and actually I was one of those people too who constantly <laughs> like I would trip over anything, you know. <laughs> so constantly hurting myself and constantly like, Oh, whoops, I got, you know, boo boo when I was a little kid, you know, take me to the hospital. So, you know, so that was a passion for you. Obviously we all have a reason why we do what we do in life. You know, everything has a purpose and everything has a reason. So you found your passion and you are living it. And I have to tell you, one of the first things that I, I've i noticed about you, it's your energy and that passion really shows, you know. So I'm hoping that I can show our audience, even our listener, even without them looking at you, they can see your picture on the link on the show page, but just feel your passion. So I, I just want to encourage people to really listen to what Dr. Chen has to say. So let's start, you know, obviously you and I were talking about what are we going to name the topic? What are we going to talk about? You know, we are going to be talking about health here today. But the key here is how we can listen to our body. And by listening to our body, obviously we, we learn a lot more. And then we can really discover the way to optimum health. So can you elaborate a little bit, you know, let's let's start from this point and then we'll go, you know, a little bit deeper. Well, we, uh, you know, a lot of people, especially women, like to ask me, um, well, you know, you always tell me, um, do this and do that. Why, why, why should we, why should we do it? And, um, well, why should we do it also? Because, well, the first question is, well, does it work? Did you try it? (laughs) So you want to uh, you want to of course relate to um the person that you're you're talking to as well. So uh most of most all of the treatments that I've uh given for instance I've tried as well. So I I know how it works and that's that's why I'm very confident in prescribing it. Um So and, let me let me I'm sorry I'm going to interrupt you but let me ask you a question again because this is how I, I you know I know you you know we're going to get in the detail of that. But why is it so important for us to really listen to our body? And what does our body tell us? Those are those are two part questions here that I have that I'd like to start the show with. Well, you know, why is it very important to listen to our body? Because, you know what, you're your own best doctor, number right. one. 
Okay. Um, and because, you know, even when you go to see a doctor, we could uh, assess a lot of things. But ultimately, because you live with yourself every single day, True. You you right? You can you you can actually diagnose what's going on. You're going to be the first one on the front line, and you know because you've had a lot of experience in life. And if you can't figure it out, that's when you go to the, to the experts, right? True. Right. True. And for our second question, right? Well, I mean, I, I I'm going to try to relate it to what I do with behavioral you know psychology here, right? <laughs> the part of the you know. The equation. It's like you listen to your body, meaning like you know we all have that intuitive, you know, um, um, like our own gut, you know, tells you something is not right. And I think for me that's how I would explain it, right? So I mean, yeah. I'm you the doctor, I'm not. So I look at it that way. I would say, you know what, I need to know. I mean, I feel something is not quite right, you know, but I can't put a finger on it. And I think the more you listen, you know, the more your body will tell you. But the question that I like to ask you, which is a part two, how do we do that? And, you know, so we know why it's important because we can, you know, obviously figure out there's something wrong and take action, basically. But how do we do that? I mean, if somebody doesn't think they have the ability to understand what their body telling them, can you give us some sign? Like, what what, what were some of the things we should be, you know, looking for? Okay. Well, one of the first sign, because I'm in physical medicine and rehabilitation, which means I rehabilitate people's um, pain parts, whatever doesn't, it doesn't seem to be working as good as it used to be, right? Right. So one of the things that I use to assess is pain. Now, you're going to say, I like pain, but I don't have any pain, right? But for instance, when I touch you in certain areas and even very lightly, and you're like, ooh, you know how people are ticklish, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's the sign, an early sign of things that are starting to go bad, okay? So when when you're ticklish, what's happening to your, your body? Yeah. What are you doing? We have sensation, right? So the sensation could be, you know, I mean, I, I'm not sure, you know, tell me more because I, I want to understand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so when you're when you're ticklish, right? So if someone tickles you, you're like, oh, oh, oh okay. So but you you what your body is doing is withdrawing, correct? Sure. You're withdrawing, and you're making that part of the body tighter because you don't want that person to tickle you anymore because that that area is like whoa, very sensitive. So that's what it means. So it starts with um, a little ticklishness, and we think it's oh, that's funny. We're we're we're, we're ticklish, right? But that's where it starts. But when it gets like progressive, what happens is that it starts getting a little, what they call tender, right? Tender right. is when you press it and you're like, ooh, that doesn't feel comfortable, right? And you, when you dig in a little deeper and you're like, oh, that actually hurts, right? And then, of course, as it escalates, you're like, oh, that really hurts. And then you'll see more signs of like it getting red, um, it's getting really raging looking, and sometimes right. you know it can be infectious as as well. Other than you know, or, or you have joint swelling, for instance, in certain joints, and that happens, right? Um, or like for instance, in in your knees, a lot of people have knees that and they say, "Well, I'm walking now. I've never had this. I didn't ha- have any accident, but now my knees are are cracking. It's making these grinding noises when I move it a certain way, right? So it's been going on for a very long time, and I'll. It doesn't happen. It doesn't always happen all of a sudden. Most of the time, our body's like, okay, right, right. It's been doing that. It's going down that road, and we haven't changed it because we didn't know to look look for that. Right? You know, 
that's an interesting, uh, you know, thing that you just said, and I just want to put that information out here so people can know if they have any question for you. They like to, you know, to chat with us. So the chat room is open as well. But the number to call in is 626-213-5773. There should be also a Skype icon next to the phone number if you are an international caller and you would like to call in and ask the question. Now, you know, when I'm thinking here about what you were just saying, I'm taking notes here. So the the bottom line is the prevention part because I know, like, when you end up going to the doctor, they actually mm-hmm. do these things. They do. I mean, we're talking about just getting a physical, right? So if you're right. going to get a physical, your doctor will start touch you here and touch you there. They touch your gland. They touch your, you know, on your stomach. They touch certain area in your body, and they ask you, how does that feel? Does it feel tender? Does it hurt? Does it this? And I think... Something something like that we can actually do ourselves. What you're saying, right? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that's that's how you 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 know do the first line defense, which is why we also encourage women, for instance, um, to do the self breath exam, right? Because who 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 lives with their breath every day? Right, you do. Right, (laughs) right, exactly, right. So okay, so this is this is really interesting, but I think you know I'm like I said I'm taking notes as we're talking here, and uh, one of the first things that I I I've got out of what we what you said so far, it's really prevention is the key, you know, before the symptoms got so far, you know, where you actually have to get a, a medical, you know, and and uh, could be obviously very severe to the point where it could you know could cause you a lot of problem and stuff like that down the road health wise. So it's a good idea because, like I said, the show is really intended for information purpose and thought-provoking. So for our listener, I just like you to know we just provided information here. Of course, you know, Dr. Chen is, is a medical doctor, and you're welcome to reach her d- directly at her website. And if you are local in the area and you'd like to go visit her, I encourage you because I experienced her. Actually, she did some little sort of like a similar to cupping on my leg when I saw her last time, and it felt fantastic. So I definitely encourage you to check that out and check out some of the services and stuff that she does. So prevention is first, okay, learn your body because your body would tell you, like you said, your body is, you live with your body every single day, right? So nobody knows your body better than you. Absolutely. So, you know, Ria, one of the um, really important things is, um, especially for women and for men too, uh, one of the biggest things is once we get into our 20s and 30s, sometimes all of a sudden you, you're like, poof, we blow up, right? And you gain a lot of weight and especially in the belly area and you do all these things like you used to do when you were younger. You probably diet, um, you you know, exercise more and it still doesn't go away. You're like, what, ha- what the heck happened, right? You're still you're eating less. You're like, oh, I'm eating so little now, but it's still it's still there. I'm actually getting fatter. What's going on? Right? Right. Right. And uh, and uh, and you know, so what's going on? <laughs> why why like, why is it not that? I mean, we all have that problem. <laughs> when we get hit certain age, we gotta like do certain setups. We gotta do like staying very active. Where we didn't have to do that when we were in our twenties, or of course in our teens. You know, the minute you start hitting into upper your thirties and go up, obviously, the older you get. The worst it gets unless you start doing something. So tell me what it what's the reason? What happened to our body? Well, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of things, but um, it's very much related to our genes because. And in in terms of Chinese medicine, I could tell you that um, 
over time, over 30 years, right, if you don't treat your body well, for instance, meaning um, eat well, right, the most basic things, eat well, sleep well, uh, exercise regularly, right, doing the right exercises, right. things like that, and um, like even meditation, for instance, for people, whatever calms your mind down, right? So those, if you don't do those things together, right, and you don't decrease the stress, it actually activates certain bad things to happen to your genes. Right. Okay. And so that's what in science what we call epigenetics. So it's your your gene is that way and it could be good, but then if you t- throw in too many monkey wrenches, they say, into the mix, then it can't work as well as it's supposed to. Right? So and we are our gene or we are not our gene? <laughs> we are our gene we are our gene, but you can actually choose you know, people say like, "Oh, you can't." You can actually choose to see what is expressed. Okay. Right. So one of the uh, things is, for instance, um, as we get older, right? It's called wear and tear in our our body. For instance, right? I say there's there's a lot of wear and tear. So it, like in in your twenties, in your thirties, for instance, um, your your body starts wearing down, right? So your regeneration, they say, slows, but are we able to really keep up with it? And how are we able to keep up with it? And now scientists um, and studies have come out and say, like, look, if you actually exercise just 30 minutes a day, um, three times a week, right, moderate exercise, you will create enough of a effect, right, in your genes, impact on your genes so that your genes say, okay, well, we just exercise. And so when you replicate, when you duplicate these genes, they won't have as much error. And actually, that has a hormonal effect, too, and boosts wow. energy levels. So, like, it pays just to, like, do even 10 minutes three times a day, right? So, it's something as little like as... Like as simple as walking, you say, yeah, right? something so, as simple as okay. walking or taking the stairs, you know, just a, a few flights. And you, it, 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 it all adds up, all right? And one of the the other thing is because we live in America, of course, and we are um, a lazy people. <laughs> we love instant culture, right? Instant everything. everything. So you know, we've as we've gotten into a lot of fast foods because our life is just you know in the fast lane all the time. Right. And so um, part of that is a lot of the fast food that we eat don't have enough nutrition and we end up having nutritional deficiencies. A lot of it has to do with, you know, um, mineral deficiencies and vitamin deficiencies. And the other thing that's really impacting and and having a bigger and bigger impact is uh, us being like uh, what I call the gadgetitis. <laughs> can, you, can you say that slowly? So, and what is that? Gadgetitis. So we are gadgetitis. like gadgetitis. Oh, get, okay, gotcha. Okay. We're like so connected to our gadgets. We are right. so right. to our computer. We don't go out and we don't go play. Kids don't go out and play like they used to. They're actually playing video games indoors, right? Because because it's like, well, you know, it's too dangerous. Mom says it's too dangerous to go outside, right? right? But actually, going outside is really good because one of the things that we're notoriously deficient in, they say 80% of the country is deficient in, is vitamin D. Yeah, we're going to talk about why is that important. Let me give you a little break here because, oh, my God, they have too many questions. We might have to increase the time on the show to make sure we get them all done. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back, okay? 
Your Life Now radio show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Hi, this is Kate William Spencer of Your Thoughts, Your Reality Radio. Come and join us every Tuesday and Thursday for enlightening, humorous, and intriguing conversations with my guest or just a monologue of thoughts that I share, all to help you look at life and your choices differently. For more information, go to ytyrradio.tk. That's ytyrradio.tk. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to Your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you are listening to the show live or listening to it archive. And also, the show is available on iTunes for download. So I appreciate each one of you for the support. And make sure you follow the show for up-to-date information and, uh, you know, so you know exactly what we're doing and what's going on and what topic. And I encourage you also to get involved and make suggestions to what are some of the things you'd like me to cover on the show. My guest today is Dr. Chen, the founder of the Healing Station in New York uh, City. And before the break, thank you for being here again, Dr. Chen. No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure. So we're having fun here. And at the same time, you are enlightening us with great information. So I do appreciate that. Before the break, we were talking about why is it so important to listen to our body and what does our body tell us? So here's a couple of things that I got from Dr. Chen while she was talking. Um, she mentioned, you know, it's 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 almost like a prevention. So you can prevent things from getting worse, obviously, by learning your body. After all, you live with your body every single day. So the more you tune in, and I think I'm, I'm more like one of those people who really kind of try to use the mind and body, and you are too because you also practice Chinese medicine, even though that you are a medical doctor. So it, so what I'm saying here, by by combining the mind and body and understanding the language, what your body is telling you, you can prevent a lot of illnesses and diseases. We are not giving you any treatment here. We're providing information. It's your choice. Dr. Chen is a professional doctor. Her website is on the page, so please make sure you visit her website. And if you are local and you'd like to make an appointment to see her, I encourage you as well. So what we left off, we talked about, you know, belly fat, what happened to our gene and how things start to change. And we are, are our genes, which I always say we are not our gene, but what you said, we are our gene. But, but, there's a but. That means something can be, we can change things. And we can change things by simple few suggestion that Dr. Chin mentioned, which is like, you know, moderate exercise every single day, like walking 30 minutes or taking the stairs. She also talked about like certain supplements that really can, you know, change how your body, you know, um, reacts to the external world too, because, you know, we just face it, we live in a toxic world. And we need to, you know, get out of our, our chairs, you know, like I even like when I'm like hosting this show, if you see me, I don't sit the whole time, I get up. Because I know if I'm sitting down, I'm just like getting in that comfort zone. It's always better to think outside. I mean, our kids now, I, t- I tell my son, you know, but, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that my son actually he's in sports and stuff. But I told him when we were little kids, we never were allowed into the house till dinner time. And then we do our homework and then we go to sleep because we were always active. We were always doing things. And I think we the fact that everything adds to the problem, which is like, you know, like you mentioned, we live in a society here in, in, in the United States where the gadgets takes over, the convenience of life, everything we want fast. We don't even want to cook 
healthy meal because we want to just pop something in the microwave, make something quick, sit in front of the TV, and get life going. Well, your body doesn't operate like that because it's not a machine. Correct, Dr. Chin? Well, it is and it's not. But okay. you can you can make that machine more effective or you can make it slow down. Well, yeah, I mean, in that sense, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, if you put cheap gas in your car and then you don't take care of changing the oil and it is a machine, eventually your car is going to break down and your body's the same way. So, yes, I thank you for correcting me on that one. So let's talk about, you know, why is it so important to take vitamin D? You were talking about vitamin D is very important before the break. Well, yeah, so vitamin D is really important because it's one is um, it's, it acts as almost like a hormone in our in our body, and it helps us uh, regulate a lot of things. Actually, it helps actually people with their mood. Mm-hmm. Um, it also it also helps people with like autoimmune disorders. People uh, that they notice that had like mul- multiple sclerosis, you know, um, rheumatoid arthritis, thyroid problems have really low vitamin D levels, okay? So uh, also people who are um, bigger and getting heavier, their vitamin D, guess what, is not available because it's locked in their fat, okay? So there's not enough um, availability uh, for that. So it's just makes, it just makes you fatter. So if, if, if you just get out in the sun, a little bit more, and of course, in in the because uh, we live in the Northeast, right? It gets more challenging for us because we're not like down in the equator in Hawaii where we could run around, you know, right? I hear all you. the time. Exactly true. <laughs> so, so that's our challenge, and so um, for us, we have to supplement it for. And for some of uh, you already, uh, you might uh, go to tanning uh, salons and tan for a little bit. And um, there's the safe way of tanning, too, of course, uh, that will make your vitamin D levels better. And, and then, in turn, it'll make you skinnier. The vitamin D being low also, because it causes uh, results in irritations of the gut, it also um, results in decreased um, absorption of your minerals as well as your vitamins, especially B vitamins. So um, that's why they say, okay, well, you need vitamin D uh, to build stronger bone. Right? True. And you, you've heard that, like, right. forever, right. correct? Right, of course, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and that's why they put it in, in milk. Because the bone, to make the bone strong, correct? Uh, you don't just want vitamin D. Of course, you want the calcium, you want magnesium, um, and that's the, the thing that uh, that we're not getting in our diet because many of us um, don't eat enough vegetable, uh, and that's where a lot of the magnesium is, as well as seafood, right? Right, right. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that that's definitely, I mean, I, I'm just, like, thinking about vitamin D and how, like, you know, when you talk about feeling better, like, I know, like, when the summer comes rolling around, or when it's like sunny today, I took my dog for a walk before the show, and I just like it felt so nice to feel, right? to feel the sun. And I, I have to tell you, I mean, there is nothing like that. I and mean, you know, we gotta appreciate it when we have it. But yeah. when we don't have it, you know, obviously our body's depleting it, and we you're saying it's a good idea to supplement. Oh, absolutely. So just just like exactly what you said, you know, when you know when the sun's out, your body feels it, right? Mm-hmm. So you are automatically energized. Just the fact that you have um, all of a sudden the sun rays converting it in your skin. You right. are 
automatically energized. And then your little um, batteries in your in your cells, called the mitochondria, they go doot, 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 and they do their work. <laughs> right? right, right, right. So, so when you you notice on on like rainy days, you're like that, or people that live in um like uh, apartments, for instance, in New York City without much light, right? So that's why they have a lower energy level. True. Right? Mm-hmm. So this is important link to uh, our energy level. It's not necessarily you're probably going to get more energy level just by getting a little bit of sun than getting your just big 20-ounce um, thing of Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of difference. I mean, obviously, you know, I um, I don't necessarily do multiple multivitamins because I don't think it's like one size fits all. But there are certain things, you know, we're not going to get all to the, into the supplements because there's so many questions I wanted to ask you. But vitamin D, what you're saying is very, very important for our body for all these good reasons that you mentioned. So I would definitely, you know, look into it. People who are listening, please, you know, make sure you use caution with if you're taking anything else. Does it have any interaction with any medication, like if you take vitamin D? Um, vitamin, yeah, you know what, it's it, certain um, medications, like, you know, uh, if you take steroids, if you those of you who have asthma that take steroids, it actually decreases the absorption of vitamin D because vitamin D is, is, is it's a hormone as well. So it's, um, steroids actually block it, okay? Okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, and and probably, uh, you know, other things that that might interfere with it as well is like if you take antibiotics, because it also uh, affects your gut flora, and some some of them also interact um, odd when you uh, take it with other products with minerals and and things like that. Um, Those things uh, might interact with it as well. But it's something, so that's why, you know, you can intake it and you could get it how your body out outside mm-hmm. like through the sun right, right. right. um and and so the the other thing that about vitamin d um is what they're also noticing is it because just by taking enough vitamin d you'll actually uh decrease infertility for instance so a lot of people come to me well you know um i have fertility issues and i check and their vitamin d levels like 20 um and your vitamin d level should be about 70 to 80 that's where i'd like to see it Wow. Um, yeah, and and you know what, and it's it's like people are like well, that's the test in my doctor says is within normal range. Well, yeah, I have to tell you, you know, if you take a test, right, normally, mm-hmm. you could get zero points to hundred mm-hmm. points, right, on most mm-hmm. of the time, and then sometimes you could get bonus points too, right, if you your, your teacher throws in a few bonus questions, right, right. Well, vitamin D is like that. Vitamin D is like you can get from zero. Most of the labs will go to 100, right? And some some will go to like 110, 112. So if you can get 100 on an exam, why do you want to get 30? If you get 30 on the exam, um, I don't know. My the best score is 100. Of course I want to get 100. So I mean, <laughs> my, my, mom, my mom would be like, wait, what about this? other points? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Wow. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's move on to because, like I said, there's so many things I want to discuss with you, and we had a really great conversation when I when I met you. Um, so you said something to the fact that our scar can cause back pain. What? How is that? Oh, okay. Well, 
you know, each scars that you have in your body, you know, um, we're all wearing clothes, of course, right? Well, maybe some of you at home are, you know. I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 this is PG. Everybody, everyone, no. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, it's really easy because um, our body has all these – channels running through it, right? Based in Chinese medicine, it's channel. Um, in American medicine, they're like nerves running through our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. And and so the nerve runs in our, our skin. It also runs in our fascia, you know? And a fascia, right, right. is where the major Chinese meridian slash channels are. So it's like, um, and, and you know what fascia is? Um, most please of you explain. Yes, I was going to ask you to explain that. Please. So most of you, um, if you've eaten chicken before, right? Or if you've cooked chicken, it's that shiny layer when you take off the skin, right? right. There's that shiny layer, and you, and then on the cooking shows they'll t- tell you, well, you need to like smash this up and take this off so that the flavoring, the marinade can get in there. Yeah. Right. It's like the saran wrap that keeps the muscle together, right? Because once you right. take that off. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So, it's, it's like saran wrap. Okay. It's where the nerve and the uh, blood vessel both run together. Okay. Uh, in, 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 the, in, in the fascia. So, what, what happens? So, when you have a scar, you, you get a cut, right? What, what does your body do? Your blood gets run out to that area, starts to heal, right? Right. And, and then it gets thicker. You get that little bump in your skin, correct? Right. And it's, the color's not the same, uh, and it's a little lighter because then the blood supply is not as good as they used to be, correct? Right. Well, what, what did we just create? We created a traffic jam, right? So when, when that happened, if you think of it as saran wrap, it's that saran wrap in that area got bunched up. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense the way you explain it. Go ahead, continue, please. You you just got all bunched up. And what happens with that little knot that you have, like, in your skin, like, I have chicken pox, right? Most of us have, have chicken pox. Right. And it, you know, I, we scratch at it like I did. <laughs> I was little, like, oh, my God, it's a witchy, right? And we're scratching at it, and we have scars from it. And so these are, like, little scars that, you know, do, like, little wines. Um, over time, so if, over time, if you actually test these scars, right, they're actually, if you press a little hard, they're still a little tender because you, you've got little, like, backups because the blood supply over there is not as good as it used to be because you patched it up, right? So those are the start of little jams. So when you get hurt, right, when you get hurt in that area or close to that area or something pulls from uh, yonder up north or down south, right, um, it starts to whine. So if you hold, like, for instance, um, you're wearing your shirt. You could wear your shirt, right? Mm-hmm. You could pinch your shirt and start twisting at an area, right? Because our body's like a, um, a cat suit, a body suit, right? Right. And if you start twisting it, it'll start pulling, and you'll notice, like, most women have now, um, we have a lot of abdominal surgery, you know? Oh, okay. a lot of you had a C-section or something, there. right. Uh-huh. And are like you have, um, if you press it, it might still hurt. So if you bunch it up in the way that your scar is, you'll notice, and you twist it a little, you'll notice, what you'll notice is that you're, it'll start pulling uh, down at your crotch area, right, uncomfortable. It'll start pulling also as you twist a little bit more from your shoulders and then from your neck. 
Okay? So all those that's uh, the channel that are going across trying to bunch up, and it starts to bunch up in your back first, of course, before it gets up to the neck and shoulder. Uh, does that does that make a little more that sense? That makes a lot of sense, and I hope, you know, and I encourage people, if you have a question and it's not clear, <laughs> ask. So make sure you either put your question in the chat room or call us, um, 626-213-5773. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, and and which leads me to the to the uh, um, the question when we're talking about our um, um, so why is my neck and tight you know like why some people have like tight shoulders and and their neck also like feels like in a knot because I have to tell you for many years you know growing up as a child right mm-hmm. I've noticed until I start going to the chiropractor and I've done some actually acupuncture and stuff like that. Um, um, it, it, it started to go away now, but I used to have a knot, like, and it was literally, it's like, you can almost feel it in the back of my neck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that used to cause me a lot of headaches. And then, you know, um, my shoulder were always tight. So like when I go get a massage, you know, that's how I start noticing it. When I, st- when I go get a massage, they hurt. And they always say like, wow, you are so like, your muscles are so tight. Why are you so tight? Like, you know, and I'm not like, you know, anxious or stressed out or anything. I'm like, I'm in my normal, you know, uh, mood, you know, stage. Like, it's not like, you know, I was under stress or whatever. And it was, it was for many years till I started doing some of the, you know, the work on it. But why does that happen? Like, I mean, I was young and I was like, you know, I mean, it started like almost when I was, you know, late, um, like maybe 19 or something like that into my 20s. It started to get really, you know, very noticeable. What what happened? Why would our, you know? Well, you know, know I've, my, I've met you. Why, why do we have met, those? Yeah. What, what happened in our body there? Well, I think for you, Rhea, because I met you mm-hmm. and... And you're beautiful, but you're also very well endowed. What is that? You're, you're very well endowed in the top. Oh, in, my, okay. <laughs> in your bosom area, in your chest area. So, you know, for you, right, uh-huh. um, your your chest was actually pulling you forward. So, so like, which is why women, some women end up getting breast reduction because it's giving them a lot of back pain and neck pain, correct? Because right. if your bra... And this is not just for women who have um, a big chest as well. You can have a little chest, but if your bra is not on properly, um, or then you'll have more shoulder and neck pain because you'll tend to hunch a lot more. Okay? Mm-hmm. So because you're hunching and you're not breathing, right, you're not breathing as much, the, the, uh, the bottom of your lungs, don't get aerated, so it gets irritated a lot more, and that also makes that cause that's also results in muscle imbalances in the body. So your front front of the um, muscle gets tighter, and then it also um, causes imbalances in the rear as well. Okay, and the top of the shoulder um, also gets tighter. So once you balance that out, because you can try it now, actually, Ria. So if, if like people in the audience, if you actually Pick up your 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 chest, your boob with one side, right, and support it like it's really supposed to be supported, and feel the sh- shoulder. It'll change the texture of it. It's actually when it's not pulling, right, the shoulder area. All of a sudden, the fascia. We're talking about the fascia because it's it's all like a cat suit, right? We're talking about. So all of a sudden, it will 
open up, you're opening up um, some of the pathways so that the blood uh, can then flow, the good blood can flow in, and the bad blood, the old blood that's been working with that oxygen can flow out with all the garbage like the lactic acid that's making it tight. Because what your body's trying to do is tighten it so that it forces you to open up to bring more oxygenated blood to the area. Does that make sense? Makes a lot of sense. Okay. Right. So let's stop so, talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I have a good sense of humor. No, I, I appreciate that. But I mean, I think a lot of people actually, you know, in general, you know, complain about their, you know, their shoulder being and in their neck tight and, and, you know, they having that knot. So you're saying this is a similar, you know, pretty much. I mean, of course, not just for women, but men as well. So what's, what would that be for men? Well, no, if that happens to men too, because like men nowadays, we like for instance a lot, a lot of people. There, there are quite a few things actually. Um, a lot of it is uh, chronic, habitual things, things that we do every day. Like for instance, uh, for men, for instance, they hunch over um, just like uh, women do in in front of their computer. If your desk is not in a good position, yeah, if your mm-hmm. desk is not in a good position, your computer is not in a good position, and and it your head is going forward all the time instead of you sitting up straight, for instance, right, and looking straight ahead, because you're going to have that hunch, right? You're going to have um, the same neck and shoulder problems, and you'll probably eventually develop over time into, like, rotator cuff tears, you know, uh, tears in your shoulder muscles. That's what it is. Which creates um, some, you know, discomfort. Right. Lots of pain. You can't raise your shoulder up um, past certain levels, Right. So that's that's one really common thing um, now with um, also the phone. Uh, that's why you know we have uh, the uh, like even on Doctor Astro they did a segment on this because our head is really pretty heavy. It's got anywhere um, on average uh, like 25 pounds. Some of us have bigger heads, so maybe 30 pounds, right? So if you move it forward instead of being uh, stacked up on top of our spine, your body is, is creating um, muscle activating muscles so that it could pull and keep the head on the body. So you're using a lot more muscle. That's why and your muscles are getting tired. Uh, so that's, that's another reason why. And for, for women, for instance, for us, you know, the new trend has been not to carry smaller bags. It's been getting bigger. They're getting bigger, right. <laughs> and so if you think about it, right, you want, to, you want it to be lighter. What do you do? What do you do when you when you you want to be even? Um, you want to be even on both sides, right? Right. So, but you know, you want to take some of that weight off because, right. like, um, some of the straps, like even the Calvin Klein bags or um, things like that, they have like these tiny straps and they hurt, right? So, what do you want to do? You want to lift them a little and then you you uh, pull your shoulder up. You kind of scrunch your shoulder closer to your neck, right? Yeah. Do you, do you do that? And some of us, when this gets really heavy and then those bags are lo- uh, lo- uh, longer, you want to actually carry it like you carry your kids, right, uh, on the hip, right? So that, okay, causes pain in the back because you're overusing your back muscles there, and then you're overusing your shoulder muscles on top of that. So you create that, uh, what they call the scoliotic curve in your right. body. So, so yeah, so it, from, you could get it from carrying kids all the time, you know, c- carrying lifting heavy bags. Um, that's not something very, very common. And so once you lighten the bag and improve your posture, for instance, and balance it out, then you can get a really good 
some really good relief from that. Well, I thank you for this information because that sounds really um, interesting, but so true because, I mean, again, I mean, all this stuff makes sense if we really kind of just pay attention to it. And, uh, um, and, and, you know, of course, time is what, you know, what can work against us if we don't do something about it. So we really, the more we start doing things and changing things and, you know, we can definitely eliminate some of these pain and aches and stuff like that. So let's take another short break. I actually extended the time a little bit just to make sure we, we're not going to go off the air and uh, we still have a few questions. So I will be right back. Please stay tuned. by David John Patiz, the author of How to Be Happy. In this short yet powerful book, David shares very simple techniques on how to relax your mind and body to achieve happiness in your life. He shows you how to free your intention and how to connect your mind and body to achieve a deep sense of fulfillment from within. So make sure you check out David's book at www.thewellnessclarinet.com. That's again www.thewellnessclarinet.com. Welcome back, my friends. You are listening to your Life Now radio show. I am your host, Coach Ria. Thank you so much for joining us, whether you're listening to the show live archive or any time, whatever you know, place you are listening to it. I thank you, and I'm grateful for each one of you. Much love. So before the, the break, you know, my guest today is Dr. Chen. She is the founder of The Healing Station in New York City. And she's been sharing a lot of great information. She even used me <laughs> as uh, an example of some of the things we were talking about, back and neck pain and, and shoulder tightness and all these things. We talked about um, why we should really pay attention and listen to our bodies and what does what do our body tell us? What are they telling us? And these signal, these things could be a preventive way of trying to avoid a serious illness or serious health issues. And again, just to emphasize, this show is intended for information purpose and thought-provoking. However, if you like to reach Dr. Chen directly, her website is www.drchen.chingchong. Right. Can you say that again, please? Because I know I'm torturing it right now, Dr. Chen. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Dr. Ching Chen. Yes, thank you, .com. And it is in the show page, and it's also in the chat room. If you are logged in in the chat room, 
Um, and, uh, you know, just to say, you know, what, uh, what Dr. Chin's, uh, experience, she is, um, she's licensed osteopathic medical doctor, a doctor trained in the whole person approach to medicine instead of just treating specific symptoms or illnesses. And she specialized in, in physical medicine and rehabilitation. And uh, she her practice including, you know, working with people from all walks of life, from new moms to athletes, older folks, and others who also wish to learn how to take care of their bodies so they can heal themselves and really, really, like she says, quote, come alive. So, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, that's what I, I, I invited you to come on the show because, the you know, the fact that you are actually a medical doctor and you also practice alternative, which is the Chinese medicine. So let's jump in here a little bit. And again, thank you for being here. And talk about some of the the, the uh, um, Chinese medicine with acupuncture. Why is acupuncture could help? Like for instance, some of the things that you shared with me that acupuncture can help uh, fibroids. So you know, well, acupuncture can help a lot of things. Actually, to be honest with you, but I like you to elaborate a little bit about acupuncture and what it is and who can actually benefit from it, if you could. Well, we are, acupuncture is a 2,000-plus-year-old uh, um, medicine, uh, and it's developed over, like, so many years, and there's been so many um, different versions of it uh, that have that are being practiced um, as well. So, but uh, by and large, acupuncture, which is someone poking you, right, with the, the puncture part, and but you have acupressure too, which is something that I teach um, mm-hmm. patients uh, to do at home. And these are, uh, what it is, is uh, it basically if you, in, since I'm layman's term, it's like, you know, we, we're talking about those little knots, right? right. And those little jams that, that are in the system. Um, when you get injured, for instance, uh, things get kind of scrunched up a little bit, right? So right. all those little channels in your body in that area develop little knots. So like, for instance, people say like, well, you know, I've got um, shin splint, right? Which means like your shin area, sometimes, you know, it's supposed to be like by the bone, it's supposed to be really skinny and smooth. But if you run your finger by it, right, on top of it, and you feel these like little lumps and bumps, and it's not that's not smooth. Well, guess what? Those are that in particular on the top is the stomach channel, for instance. I mean, you have uh-huh. a lot of lumps and bumps in that area. Guess what? Your stomach channel is all blocked up. And that means, what does that translate to ultimately? Well, that translates to me is that because um, stomach, for instance, um, is the it harbors a emotion in uh, in uh, Chinese medicine. So in Chinese medicine. Um, traditional Chinese medicine, each organ has its own emotion, okay, that's uh, uh, related to it. So if you're worried all the time, right, your stomach channel is going to have, so your shin's going to have a lot more lumps and bumps, okay? So in terms of um, deficiency, nutritional deficiency, for instance, right, the stomach channel, right, the stomach, for instance, is uh, respo- uh, responsible for the start of absorbing B12, right? So if you have a lot of lumps and bumps and you don't, you tell me, well, I don't worry that much, right, Dr. Chen? Mm-hmm. I do okay. 
so I would say like either um, some people don't get enough sleep and then they don't regenerate their stomach lining. So that stomach lining, for instance, does not um, have uh, has a lower amount of intrinsic factor. Okay, so the intrinsic factor is is that little um, piece that needs to uh, attach to the B12, so then it could be absorbed down in your intestines, for instance. So those of you that don't sleep well, right? at night don't really get to regenerate um, your stomach lining because, you know, your stomach does like the blender thing whenever you eat, right? Right. You eat a lot of tough stuff, eat a lot of seeds or bulky stuff and dry stuff. It's got to work super hard, right? You wear out the the lining, so you have to regenerate it. So, if you first of all, if we like, if you party too hard in the evening, or you stay up playing video games too much, or do much too much homework for some people, right? And you don't get to sleep, you don't get to re- regenerate that lining, for instance. So your B12 level will be low um, because of that. Um, there's also you know people who have like antibodies against the um, the intrinsic factor as well. Um, but by and large, that's that's the beginning of it. Right, so there's a lot of things that that go into it, and those of you that eat like uh, a lot of tums, right, a lot of tums, um, antacids, um, and also like the proton t- pump inhibitors, for instance, right, it, that uh, disturbs the pH in the area, and that impacts it as well. So, Interesting. Yeah. So 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 the bad thing is for you is the bad news is then uh, um, the uh, bacteria. The, it's supposed to kill some of the bad bacteria in your stomach. That's why it has an acid pH, right? So if you it doesn't get killed down there, it's going to wreak havoc later on in the area, in the stomach area, or uh, downstream as it moves the stuff downstream. Wow. Yeah. That's a great information, and that's why I always say it's the more you know and the more you process what you know. Because, I mean, obviously, I, you know, thank you, because, I mean, I actually learned something new right now, and I have to process it in my head, too. So. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a great information. So I, I encourage people to make sure that they, you know, download the show and listen to it, you know, so they can listen to some of these things that Dr. Uh, Chen has said um, and mentioned. Wow, what an interesting thing. Because, you know, obviously, you know, you talked about acupuncture, and you mentioned you also teach acupressure, which is something that we can all do at home, which I do myself. I haven't been doing it as much as I should. I've learned mm-hmm. it years ago, and uh, yes, and it's a really simple technique. Can you, like, tell us a little bit, like, what are some of the things, like, you know, when it comes to acupressure um, that we can do ourselves? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So there are uh, many uh, gadgets out there, right? Um, and some of the bigger gadgets, like low-tech gadgets, for instance, um, is your the lowest-tech gadget, of course, is your finger, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's that's a pretty high tech one because you know uh, your digits are, are are pretty high tech and sensitive. So, um, you know, you can use that to rub the knots, for instance, right? That you have, and most commonly, um, people that have headaches, right? Um, you know, um, heart beats too fast. You know, uh, like hot flashes for for women with the menopause, for instance. Many people know to hit the key, one of the key points um, is right between the web of okay. your thumb and your index finger. And you deep it, dig in there, right, between mm-hmm. that muscle and uh, the index finger, you'll find this actually, uh, most or most people, it's a little tender. So if you pinch it, right, uh, 
right below the um, the web, and you find that muscle, right? Right. If, if, when you press a little, it kind of hurts, right? And you kind of rub it back and forth. Kind of hurts a little. Okay. Right. right. That's a uh, large intestine point, and it, it controls a lot of things. It can help uh, lower your fever. It can help your intestines as well. It can help um, nausea, vomiting, for instance. Um, so that's a really good uh, point to use as, as well uh, for that. It, it really helps people with um, uh, headaches from uh, neck pain because that's a what they call, and this is a master point because it's a confluence of a whole bunch of fascia, meaning that's where a lot of things meet. Okay. Okay. So if you rub that area, you'll feel your your shoulder muscle. Actually, the the heart hard as rock muscle that you were talking about. <laughs> right. Right. Talking about that'll start to as you press it and rub it, it'll start to relax up there, and a lot also start relaxing um, down there as well, and become less tender because you're 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 rubbing it, so more blood can get there. Okay. Wow. So. That's something that you can do. And most commonly, like, for instance, that's your fingers, right? So most people have, like, um, IT band issues, right? Mm -hmm. That makes your knee go uh, crack, crack, right? Right. Um, well, the IT band, right, overall is, is you know, it's actually made up of two channels, okay, uh, approximately. And it is the gallbladder channel and your stomach channel, all right? Okay. So... So what people usually like to do with that is uh, you, uh, they, you've heard of foam rollers, of course, right? The foam rollers, yeah, uh -huh. the big foam, uh, foam pieces with um, little nubbins on them, right? The little, okay. uh, little, little knots on them. You can actually roll that on it, but it's just kind of painful. So people actually have to spend a lot of time doing that. Uh, some classes I know that they teach at the gyms uh, with the trainer about um, a half an hour, anywhere from half an hour to an hour long to learn how to foam roll yourself. And most the most of the common point um, that people form, of course, is their IT band. Um, so you can do that as well. And you can use that foam roller all over the body. So like your can you, skin. Um, I'm sorry, Dr. Chen. Can you say that again slowly? Because I think we all miss in exactly what is it. What is it that we supposed, what, what's the process called? It's called foam rolling. So you take this big noodle. Uh, okay. thing with like little bumps on it. It's kind of firm. Uh -huh. and you rub it along the side of your leg. Okay. And your IT band, where a lot of cellulite for us, most of us women. Right. <laughs> so you can actually um, do that foam rolling on that. Or um, the Europeans are, are really smart. I, I really like their idea. Um, is They use uh, skin brushing. So you've heard of skin brushing, right? Yes. It's got like um, yes. long vegetable um, bristles that are really mm -hmm. stiff. And then when you first use it and you're like, ow, this hurts. Right? Right. <laughs> so that your body already telling you that you have a lot, a lot of toxins and also uh, knots in that area that that you say, "Ow, it hurts when I brush it." So as you as you work in circles, you, and most commonly you work in circles, as you know, right? And then um, bring it back towards the heart, and that's really effective because that's like you know thousands of needles working all at once. So you have to dig in deep enough though to get mm -hmm. get that work. All right, so um, cost-effective way to do that. Um, the Japanese have actually a little towel um, that uh, that's um, a little abrasive. And some of you have seen, like, little 
you know, um, gloves, right? Those little exfoliating gloves. And, oh, that's 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 why. Uh, yeah, because you know, like you have extra dead skins on. So for those of us who don't like, and to this dig is back, why, like European, because I'm actually I grew up, you know, some part of the, you know, of overseas, and and we used to constantly. I mean, it was like some of. I remember as a kid, like, oh, you gotta exfoliate. You gotta constantly exfoliate. You gotta yeah. get that dead skin. So that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. So so you know you know why it's so important to exfoliate. Tell me. Tell yeah, me. <laughs> it's so important because, you know, dead skin, right? Dead, uh-huh. dead, dead skin doesn't, serve, like, it, it serves as a layer of protection, yes. Right. But it's, it's, it's dead, right? So it's dry, yeah? It's right. Not, so when it's, when things are dry, what did they get? They get crusty and hard, right? Right. So when your body doesn't like crusty and hard because, you know, it can't breathe and things can't move the way it's supposed to. You're being restricted, wow. right? right? So, so if if you just get rid of some of that dead skin, your body will function so much better. See, it's funny because I used to do it, but I didn't know why. I was just like, okay, you tell me to do it, I'll do it. <laughs> but, but, but that makes sense now, right? It so makes a lot of sense. Yes, absolutely. It makes a lot of breathing, sense. Right? Your skin's not breathing, for instance. It's not getting the vitamin D it needs because it's got to get through an extra dead, some extra dead layers to get get into the to the skin right right so so and, and also it's it, it because it, it's a hard layer it can your body is supposed to be very supple and supposed to be able to move and as you breathe it's supposed to do waves right it's supposed to be like little waves you don't realize it but we have like tiny little waves going through us all the time right because as right. we walk as we breathe these are all mechanisms that in our body naturally that we um amplify some of these waves in 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 our body, right? The natural waveform. So to get uh, molecules moving and things like that. So exfoliation is super important. So that's why you know taking baths, for instance, that's the easiest way to do it. I see that's the lazy person's way to do it because you know, yeah, well, my actually, way of doing it yeah. <laughs> okay, most like uh, efficient way I think to do yeah. it because when you soak, right? Mm-hmm. And when you soak, especially like I tell my patients. Um, really important for those of you that aren't uh, allergic to Epsom salt, for instance. I use, that's really, yeah, thank you for saying that, because I use Epsom salt all the time. Yeah, so it's amazing. Like, magnesium helps your your um, muscles to soften up. Uh, sulfur, um, they both, sulfur and magnesium, serves as a detox agent, okay? Mm-hmm. And so now, and not only will it make your um, skin softer, Right, because when you have enough, don't have enough magnesium in your system, for instance, your skin is hard, and right. your 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 muscles are hard too. So um, you get you don't get enough uh, blood circulation. So um, it's also when in medicine, what we use magnesium for. You know what we use for to slow down people's hearts so they don't get arrhythmias, like so their heart doesn't like beat too fast. You know, because usually people whose heart like beat too fast. They're low in magnesium. So instead of taking your, you know, regular medicine, for instance, like I talk with your doctor first, but most people, once they get more magnesium in your diet, right? And um, you can take it. They have some supplements that you can take magnesium safely, right? Yeah, but it's it's really important that you look at the labels. You want to get mm-hmm. something sure. healing, um because uh, – at least if you're a couch potato, if you're a couch potato, uh, you, for a female, about 130 to 140 pounds, because, you know, um, the USDA says, like, all female apparently are 130 to 140 pounds. <laughs> so anyway. I, I, you know, I always wondered 
how they come up with these. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah they they assume like all men are supposedly a hundred like eighty pounds, and all female apparently are hundred like hundred forty, right? <laughs> and you're like, really? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, this is this is the FDA, but we're not gonna we're not gonna discuss you know the FDA and what's the problem with that one, but. <laughs> But okay, so we you know we definitely going past the hour, and I hope it's okay if I keep you for another few minutes. Okay? okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Great. Because I'm like so excited to have you, and I think you're answering a lot of great questions for us, and I hope our listeners are enjoying you as much as I am. So okay, so one of the other things that I wanted to discuss with you, um, and this is something you actually practice. I don't know if our listeners are familiar with, and if they're not, maybe you explain it. Cupping. Oh, okay. Yeah, cupping. I like. What is cupping for us? For those who don't know what that is, can you explain? Well, yeah, absolutely. It's 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 uh what they say Hollywood's new fad and getting uh, rid of the cellulite and swelling, for instance. And so you've seen a lot of this cupping going on. Like, uh, uh, I think who is it? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow having uh, little cupping marks right in her back area. Um, and sh- I think she gets it at least. Um, I was. Told. I heard Bon Jovi one time we were in concert and he actually goes here locally in the area in New Jersey and he goes to some center and he after his concert because he gets so worn you know worn out by you know he's not young then you know anymore so he <laughs> goes and gets that done too but tell us yeah tell us more I want to know more. <laughs> yeah okay so so you're like what is cupping and and so um, traditionally with cupping um, that's why you see first of all know that when you do cupping, um, you'll get these, sometimes these, like, gymongous hickey marks, okay? Mm-hmm. And so what um, traditional cupping with, the first cupping was done with um, actually heat and bamboo, like sections of bamboo, mm-hmm. all right? But we've advanced, of course, and then it, it was heat um, along with, um, like, usually uh, alcohol, for instance, that's burned inside, um the cup, right? And then okay. it's applied uh, to different areas of your body, most commonly the back, okay? Um, and it, what the heat uh, does is it causes, as it cools down, causes this vacuum difference. And so for those of you who've done uh, canning before, right, if you um, use the mason jars to can your own vegetables, like jams and things like that, you want it to be hot when you put it in, right? So then it creates that suction seal, right? Right. Right, so that bacteria doesn't grow and things like that. Once it cools off, it kind of pulls it in. Well, this is what's the same thing that's happening to that. And, and what it does, it, it seals around the area of the skin. And it, if you have, like, muscles that are super tight, like the rock-hard stuff that you were talking about, right, mm-hmm. there's usually old blood that's stuck there, right? So what it does is that vacuum starts sucking out some of that old blood, right, to then right. And brings it to the toxin along with the toxins to the surface so that it can clear more easily. Now, in other places in the world, some of the um, some of the other uh, in a, other countries, they actually um, put little uh, uh, actually cut the area so you bleed. So you can actually pull out more of the toxins. Is that why they do that? Right. Um, okay. But I'm I'm not a big fan of that because um, 
you can actually, like we talked about the scarring from before, right? Unless it's like really bad, um, like it causes, then you have to heal again and you create that blockage in that area, right? Then you right. have the healing going on. So, um, so uh, there's a new uh, form of cupping that developed not, uh, not too long ago, and this is just vacuum cupping. So um, you don't need to use heat, and some some use pumps, and other just use the form um, like you press down so that it can create that silicone uh, or rubber cupping. Okay, um, so it's just a vacuum pressure that's created around, and that's what it does, and it opens up the channel. So imagine if you have a lot of dead skin, right? It's not going to do so well because that dead skin is going to it's going to fall off a lot easier. Um, so you're not not going to get as much of the vacuum effect. Um, so um, and you won't be able to get rid of uh, the bruising that easily as well. So that's what it does. Um, what what it does, uh, if, if if you must, uh, it creates like a tenting effect. So you know that little fascia, you know the saran wrap that's all bunched up, mm-hmm. right? It can kind of suck it up so it gets unraveled. It starts like unraveling and straightening itself out. Does that make the rest, Does that make sense? It makes a whole lot of sense, and I encourage people to try because I have. I mean, it can be a discomfort, you know, and I mean, for first time people who are not used to it, but I'm yeah. telling you that the, the outcome is, is incredible. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and, and she was telling me, the Italian from south of Italy, Sicily originally, and she was saying her mom used to do that. And uh, so it's like, an, you know, it's even though, like, you know, you talk about Chinese medicine now, but somewhere in the other part of the world, they actually practice some of these, you know, um, techniques that, you know, for many years to get rid of some elements and, you know, some, some discomforts mm-hmm. and stuff like that in the body, which is amazing. I find it to be amazing. So let me ask you one more question, and I'm going to ask you to, uh, if you don't mind, just sort of give something for the people, you know, who are listening, and then uh, we'll, we'll wrap the show up. So one more question. I heard you say in that, and I want to understand, which me, really made me think about it last night when I was going to sleep. You said, and I quote, you said, it's bad to sleep on your side. And what oh. does that tell you about your body? Yay! Oh, yeah. So good because there's a huge debate because um, that was something that my uh, one of my patients asked me. They're like, Dr. Chen, what do you mean? That's crazy. It's like how many people sleep on their side? Like so many of us sleep on their side. What are you talking about? You know, there's so many side sleepers. That's why there's you know, side sleeping pillows, belly pillows, and, like, huggy pillows and things like that. (laughs) (laughs) But look, remember we were talking about listening to your body, right? Right. Right. It goes back to the root of that. So when you don't, because normally, you know, when when you do yoga, for instance, you're supposed to lay on your back. Like, at at the very end, it's like the, what is it, um, the dead pose? Right, right. 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 They call it's it the the uh, um yeah whatever. I forgot the name of it, but yeah, because I do practice yoga. Yeah, I forgot what it's called. But anyway, uh huh. It's called the dead. It's basically called the dead yes. person. Right, you're supposed to lay there, palms up, you know, kind of lay on your back your hands and relax. away from your body, your legs mm-hmm. apart, and yes, mm-hmm. it's it the less all your muscles relax, right? Right. Well, guess what? That means like if you're uncomfortable with that position, that means there's some tightness somewhere in your back, okay? So, or something is hard. So, like, when you sleep on, and I know um, a lot, what, what's happening a lot is um, we used to, like, when I was younger, for instance, I, I came from Hong Kong. I lived in Hong Kong, and 
we uh, used to uh, sleep on, because there were so many of us, like on straw uh, mats on the floor sometimes, right? Right. So, so, you know, people have been sleeping on hard floors, like when you go camping, For right? For many years. For many years. That's right. So you have to, you know, you have to relax those muscles. The muscles have to be relaxed. Um, in order for you to sleep on the back. So if your muscles are tight, guess what? It's like kind of like, you know, when you're a kid, you play rock, scissor, paper. Right. Rock, scissor, paper. So if your heart is rock and the floor is hard as rock or your bed is hard as rock or like AKA very firm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My husband wanted to buy a really firm bed. Um, uh, well, what, what happens to rock versus rock? Who wins? You tell me. I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> Nobody wins, okay? Nobody works well. Like, ah, okay. Nobody wins, right? Everybody loses, right? Okay. But if, if you play rock, scissors, paper, and you're like, oh, well, who wins? Rock. Well, paper wraps rock, right? So if your muscles are, are hard, right, and your your muscles need to relax, you need actually a firm bed, right? But you need, for those of you who are skinny or even curvier, you need actually a good cushioning. So it gives, allows it to relax. So it's like paper on wraps rock, right? We're talking about like those wraps around hard as rock muscles <laughs> on your shoulders and your back because you're working hard all day, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what happens when you sleep on your side? You're like, oh, well, you know, not only because all of a sudden when you sleep on your side, your head's tilted one way and you're scrunched, right? People get, like, pinched nerves in the neck, right? They sleep on their belly, right? Then their neck gets pinched. And then when people sleep on the side a lot, um, they're like, oh, my my arm falls asleep. Well, it's like, of course your arm falls asleep because, you know, that little thing called your chromium and your shoulder actually is, like, almost like uh, the little um, high heel. You're, like, mushing it with that. Like, if, if... Someone's mush you with a those tiny high heels right. on your foot. It really hurts, and you want to like withdraw it right away, right? Like take away your your foot right away. You're like, ow. Well, if you do that throughout the night, it would definitely hurt. That's why most people wake up. Like for instance, their their uh, their shoulders are stiff because not only that, when you put that amount of pressure on there, right? That little line of pressure, you're also you're also um, preventing blood from circulating in that area. So then the blood is not normally feeds the nerves, and they're, like, starving overnight. So, you know, things that are starving don't, aren't too happy. You know what oh I'm saying? Oh, my God. You know, look, the way you put it, it makes a lot of sense. I have to tell you. <laughs> it, it it makes sense, but I was, like, so conscious of it last night, and I'm thinking, I mean, I, well, let me tell you, my, fav- my favorite position of sleep is actually on my stomach. But I know that's not good. But I start <laughs> sleeping on my side. But then I understand what you're talking about. But then I thought about it. It's like, okay, so I know she's going to say that. She's going to say the best place to sleep is way on your back with your body just relaxed. But what happens to your neck? So that is that mean your pillow has to be on the same level as your bed? I mean, are you supposed to use a pillow? Because now your neck is elevated. Uh, when you sleep on your back? Yeah, like in, when you're sleeping in your bed, I know not nobody's going to go now. I'm gonna, oh, okay, I'm going to sleep on the floor and that's it. No, nobody's going to do that. So we're going to use our bed, and, and depends on how much we pay for our mattress, you know, we might not change it for years, so, you know, so it's time to change it. But my question is to you, so, okay, so we sleep on our back, and, and that's the best position to sleep. What happened to the neck with the with the pillow? Well, look, um, 
Um, these people that come, if you're if you're if you're a thin person, right, or a medium frame person, actually, you actually want to sleep flat because if you sleep with a pillow, it actually increases the curve. I know it's it's very different. Yeah, I know it's different um, from a um, from a standpoint of what they're. Uh, telling you or advertising to you because, you know, the, they're like, oh, get this neck pillow, get this side sleeping pillow and has the two curve on it. And, and it's funny because my teacher says, oh, don't worry, that just gives you extra business, hon. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's why I question everything. That's why I always say in my, my show, question everything. And that's why I'm asking you. So what do we do? So you're saying it's even better to sleep pretty much flat. Right, because, you know, actually uh, patients that sleep on a lot of pillows, um, I already know that they have a uh, problem. So, for instance, if you are if you sleep on three pillows, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you got some serious pain, or you have heart problems, right? You can't breathe at night, and because um, you've got a congestive heart. That's how 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 we take um, our wow. Our, okay. Okay. Or you've got like this really bad like congestions and and like nasal congestion with like sinus issues, and you got sinus headaches going on. Wow. Drain properly, <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, I need to use um, because that's the only way it'll drain." Well, guess what? That that tells me that your gut is like super bad, um, and your gut is probably your little back is really tight, which you know also um, you get the reflect uh, reflective uh, small curve um in your neck as well. So, um, and and but you have also clearing of the area. So what it what it does is you know it. It tries to relax. You're just trying to use that to relax your muscles and, and the neck. But then in, in the process as well, because you're curving, the for many of you, um, you're curving your neck. So it makes the muscle, instead of letting it relax and get elongated, and then so your your bones relax so that, you know, the uh, hole that houses the nerves, for instance, right, is, is, is having freedom to move around. It's being pinched together and pinch tighter and you know if i pinched you for 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 too long you'd be like ow get off right and you did that to me (laughs) 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 but yeah i know i totally understand because now it's making a lot of sense and i you know because i mean like i suffer sometimes when i'm sleeping like i wake up and i'm so congested i mean i don't have any signs infection or anything like that and i always wonder why am i so congested but then, like, you know, I mean, like, even in yoga, like, they, you know, I know, like, the instructor, she used to say, you know, sometimes it's not comfortable for people to lay flat on their back because if they have any science issues or something like that, because... You're, like, drowning. Because <laughs> all of a sudden you're decongesting, you're like, because <laughs> it's dripping. Right. right. Yeah, so it's actually a good thing because it's actually decongesting because all of a sudden, now that there isn't that plumbing issue, I call it a plumbing yeah, issue. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> And you have the drip, drip going on. So actually, that's a good thing. That's whatever you got, like, lack of a better term, like, crap you got stuck in your sinuses in your head and letting out. Wow. Well, you know what? I do really appreciate, I mean, this is a lot of valuable information, and it's given to us, you know, for free here to our listeners to enjoy and, and learn from. And hopefully, you know, if you are local, I really highly encourage you to go see Dr. Chen. And see if she can help you with any any issues that you might have. One last thing, if you might, and not least, because I would love to have you back on the show. I really enjoyed you. I mean, this has been so much fun. I'd like you to, if you could, you know, we always like to give out a couple, you know, suggestions to our listeners. You know, let's, let's take men first. 
What are some of the things that you would recommend for our men listeners to start doing right now to improve their health overall? Hmm, for men listeners, you know, I, I think it might sound a little crazy, um, but I encourage you to cheer for yourself and raise your arm up and just say, hi, yay, like you're cheering at um, – at a ball game or a football game because football down season, right? Um, because what that does at, when you raise both hands and celebrate whatever you celebrate, find a reason to celebrate it, right? Because life is good, right? So you actually um, open up a lot of channels in your back and your front, okay? And it also um, is in the area when you raise your arms like straight up and go, yay, right? And you celebrate your win, you also not only release endorphins, but also in the area in, in, in your back, you're releasing it. You're releasing your back. You're also increasing your um, your breathing capacity as well. You're decongesting all the um, midsection organs like your liver, your gallbladder, your stomach. It's all, all together super good. Um, that's fantastic. I love you. So you basically, what you're telling them to go all the way above their head or just on their shoulder side? Oh, no, all the way above the head. You got to get to a Right back there, right? Okay. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, my God. And I know one of the people in the in the chat room said crazy is good. So thank you, Clark. It's actually, that is, you know what? I mean, it's simple things in life. And that's why I always say don't take life so seriously. And we are, you know, really sharing serious information here, but we haven't fun doing it and I do thank you for that okay how about the woman well for the women you, you know you know you know what 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 we need to do and you, you it's something that you had said before I like how do you treat fibroids right um well for women for most of us um we are so stuck most of the time um and our our low back is we are uh and I think it's true we are mostly the warriors in our family yeah, we try to take care of things. Right, we are the, the care, yeah, right, primarily. So we mm-hmm. need to learn how to loosen up, and because a lot of us get stuck in our lower back. So I, I teach women, you know, I, I say, look, it's, and, and it actually, um, I've been told it brings in more money as well, and I think it, I, I think it's really true. To to do the, the, the Shakira money shaker dance. <laughs> Yes, I love that. You know, of course, everybody I hope knows who Shakira is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, or, or, or the other, you know, the other, the other singer that uh, likes to, uh, she has a uh, song about booty, like Beyonce. There you go. There you go. Okay. Yeah, and and just but you know, but no, Shakira, she 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 bounced a lot more. You know, I think. You got the hip thing going on. <laughs> it would be good to do that and do little circles and just get out there. And, and if you love it and see one of the super easy exercises that I, I tell uh, women to do, and because I think women enjoy it even more than men, um, than most men, I, I should say, is just dance. Go and dance. Go and have fun. Just just be free. Even if you want to dance by yourself in your oh, own comfort yeah. home, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I just put on your favorite song and 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 dance and shout uh, it out while you're doing the move. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic.
fantastic. I have to tell you, I you know, it's it's been so nice to have you and I really I'm so grateful for you and, and for sharing all this information with our listeners and I hope, you know, like I said, I think, you know, I encourage people to re listen to the show and take some notes because I sure did. I took a lot of notes. And, uh, you know, it gives me an idea about like my own self, my own, my own, you know, awareness of my body and some of the things, you know, that, uh, um, that could happen and, and what I can, you know, I am in control, right? Bottom line, we are in control and, uh, don't miss out on that. And, uh, Dr. Chen, would you be my guest again? <laughs> Come back. Oh, I, I love to. No, thank you so much for allowing me to share with with uh, oh your God. audience. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? It's like you know, you know. How often do you have that kind of opportunity? People listen to a, a professional like yourself who telling them great, great things and in such a pleasant way, you know, of learning. I think this is the best way to teach somebody about certain things and get them aware of their body. And I encourage the listeners also to remember, you know, me as a coach, you know, I would want to tell you to remember to connect your mind and body and listen and, and listen to your own guts to what's on you. If something is not right, it's not right. And question it. Always question everything. And like Dr. Chen had mentioned and shared a lot of information, Information with you, but it, you know, not everything that she said can reply, you know, apply to you. So again, question what you heard, and see how you can use some of the information that she shared on the show to better your life, to better your health, and so you can live that incredible, healthy life and and enjoy life in the way it's supposed to be. And with all that being said, you know, I I want to say, you know, until next time, and much love. Thank you, Dr. Chen. Oh no! Thank thank you, and hope to see you guys. Oh no, hear you guys again. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, okay. Until next time, much love. Okay, bye bye now. Bye bye. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Ria will return in just a few moments. Are you ready to put an end to thinking about how you wish it were and take action? Take this step to find out more by going to coachingbyria.com and you can receive your free consultation session with Coach Rhea.